Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 469, The Dynamic Duo. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week is my bestest buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. Hey, I there's a, just a news flash on all of the news wires right now, Mark. Did you know that? Did you see that? I did not. They're reporting everybody's ditching the Super Bowl to listen to us. I don't blame them. So we need like $10 million advertisements. We didn't think that through. <laughs> I don't think we have anyone advertising here tonight, so. Double kill. <laughs> I know, that's the problem. <laughs> um, oh, and they're, oh boy, I'm going to have to go and turn those off. <laughs> So if you hear random voice or random sounds tonight, it's uh, that's yes. courtesy of Mixer. <laughs> I need to set up a separate board just for the podcast. Um, I'll work on that this week. Add that to my to-do list. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyways, uh, Ed, uh, Mark and Rob are here this week um, trying to – a whole lot has changed. So I've got like so much stuff I'm watching right now. But uh, welcome. We're glad to have you here. Um, yes, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl uh, is happening right now. So if you're interested in watching that, I guess, whatever. If you're here, you guys are awesome. So those of you that are here, not watching a football game, and you're here for us, we love you. You guys are the best. Um, you can listen to us live on Twitch TV, on Mixer, and YouTube. Uh, Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Um so, yes, we are on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer all at the same time right now. Ooh. Woo! That's awesome. So, hopefully... We're not uh, two-timing. We're three-timing. We're three-timing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we let you pick the platform of your choice. And don't ask us for other platforms. This is it. This is as far as we're going. That's um, right. There are no other platforms. That yeah. matter. If we're not on it, it's not worthy of us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's jump into what we've been playing because we got a lot in front of us today. There is a lot to talk about. And um, so, Rob, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Gems of War, um, making some headway with that. And then also, man, Fortnite. Keep playing Fortnite, and man, I, I just think at that game, I just can't shoot anybody if my life depended. I'm a great target, I'm a fantastic target. This is the Battle Royale version, but uh, I'm not giving up, not giving up on that. And then uh, also a little bit of Roblox with my son. So that's really about it. Cool. How about you, Mark? Um, I've played, obviously, Gems of War and Lies of Astaroth. Um, I don't need to go into those, but I have played them. Uh, obviously, some more Diablo 3. been working on that as well this week. Played with uh, Gibbs eight seven 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 and Comrade. Um, also, Democulus. I think he did join us in some Diablo this week. Uh, You're still I, running around with all those skeletons. Yes, at the moment I am. I've got like uh, a, I, was, I just I hit like two hundred and nineteen is my Paragon level. I think for my Necromancer. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Played some Call of Duty. So this past week, I had last, I had this last week off, and I spent a lot of time working on the show, doing a lot of different things. I wanted to set up um, some streaming. Um, I wanted to start. I'm, I'm 
now starting to stream more. I did a lot this last week. Um, and was so I was playing a bunch of different games and um, was and again when I stream now or when we're podcasting you can see us like I said on all three of those platforms at the same time um, so I've uh, been doing some stuff like that and I want to I'm planning to do more streaming uh, going forward I, and I've gotten some really good feedback people are enjoying it um, and it's just going to be a mix of stuff one thing I want to do is if I get to the point where uh, enough people are watching then I would like to have the community say, "Here's what we want you to play." Um, like a, you know, maybe like a community, like Saturday night or something, be a community game night or something where, you know, I'll play what the, the community wants as long as I've got it, you know. Um, but uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I gotta build. We gotta build up a community. But it's still gonna be under. I'm still streaming under TXL. So be sure to subscribe to us or follow or uh, which whichever the option is. I think it's subscribe on YouTube which really means follow on everybody else. So, um, yeah, and then you'll be notified when we're doing that. Uh, so I did play, but during the week, anyways, while well, I did play Call of Duty World at War 2, or sorry, Call of Duty World War 2, and I did multiplayer and campaign, and uh, if you were lucky enough to be around to watch that, you saw me get very frustrated. <laughs> so. Nah. Man, I was going to lose my mind on the campaign of World War II. I got stuck in a spot <laughs> that I couldn't get past. It was like a timed thing, you know, and I just couldn't get past it. And I, could, I kept, I was just sitting here doing it over and over and over and over and over. And I was just like, finally, I was like, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> you should have had one of your kids do it for you. I should have, yeah. First try. Yeah, probably. Could have my 10 year old do it. Here, here yeah. you go. So, um, but um, and then multiplayer, like when I first started playing this a while ago, I was playing. I discovered that the shotgun is a really good weapon, and uh, I was having fun. And then this past week, man, I couldn't get like I couldn't kill anybody to save my life. Um, and I don't know if it's because I think part of the problem. Um, yeah, Rob, you can say it's me, but honestly, I'm streaming from my Xbox to my computer, and then I'm playing there, streaming out. Now, I've watched, and the lag isn't, there's not a big lag from my Xbox to my PC, but when you're playing a game like Call of Duty, any little bit can be a huge impact. Milliseconds matter. Yeah, so I I, I think and that's kind of possibly being part of it, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe I need to get, like, uh, one of those Elgato gaming boxes, and, uh, you know, maybe that will help get a streaming device so i'm not it might just be better to stream it that way so we'll see but um anyway so that was fun i did have fun with that i also played star wars battlefront 2 uh with uh drano 85 the other night and um and uh yeah it was fun funny thing is is my my star wars battlefront 2 gameplay because now i'm streaming to all three sites youtube flagged it as a copyright <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you guys Wait, have, what? yeah, YouTube has their own gaming, like, you, they got YouTube yeah. gaming, right? Which is like right, right, Twitch yeah. and, and, and Mixer, and they flagged it as a copyright. I was like, whatever, guys. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> so, they, they, okay. I, it just, I just thought that was kind of funny. I got an email about it. You are copywriting material. Uh, whatever. So, but anywho, that's what I played this week. So, uh, okay, 
Yeah. It's a fair amount of stuff there. Yeah. And yes, and if Brun's watching, well, he's probably not. He's watching the Super Bowl, but I forgot to change the scene. So he'll probably be on here tonight criticizing us. So, but uh, all right. So let's move on to the next area. If you want to support us, you can support the show each and every month by uh, donating to uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, if you go out there, you can set up uh, through that site how much you would like to donate automatically every month and using a credit or debit card. Um, again, that's your option. If you'd like to do a one-time tip, you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate um, and leave us a tip there. Um, also, you be sure, like I said, to subscribe to us um, on uh, Twitch and Mixer. Well, if you subscribe on Twitch, see, these are all, I hate the way they do these words, but you can subscribe to us on Twitch. And if you're an Amazon Prime customer, you get a free subscription every month uh, that you can use to give to anybody on uh, subscribe for one month on Twitch. So you can do that. We're not set up to subscribe on Mixer, but please follow us. And if you subscribe on YouTube, it is like a follow. So it's not. <laughs> yeah, the, the joy of multiple platforms. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of fun. So let's jump into it. Um, Forza Motorsport 7, which is an awesome game. They're, they're introducing a new vehicle, and i got to go out and do this. I didn't get a chance to do this this week, and I really want to because I have a Ford F-150. I do not have a Raptor, however. I was about I, to say, does it look like the Forza one? <laughs> oh, wow, I wish. <laughs> uh, and so you can see it in our background. Um, that is the truck I'm talking about. In fact, let me drop the slideshow a moment so that's the truck and i would i would love to have this one looking just like this it's got the it's got green lights on it and stuff like that and it's black with the big xbox you know the big x on the side of the door it, yeah, it just looks nice rims it looks sweet it looks it's a it's a wicked looking sweet looking truck but this game uh this vehicle they've added to the game i believe for free um yeah it was yeah. a free gift for all players um, this is the 2017 Ford F-150 Raptor Xbox One X Edition. Um, so this vehicle is now available in the game. So check it out. I'm I'm gonna be playing. I got to drive this thing this week. So, but and see how it compares to the real life. Exactly. Truck. Exactly. <laughs> Or I'll I'll do it and then I can tell my ten year old, look at this. I'll show him. Look, we're gonna go do this in the truck. Yeah, and he'll be like, yeah, <laughs> <You'll> be, <laughs> let's go. He'll be all excited. You'll think I'm really gonna go out and do that. So actually, I, I, before we move on, I, I've got a cool little Forza story. So the other day, I was um, I was showing my son some um, some videos of the was it the twenty four hour Rolex. Uh, race that they had what about a week ago uh-huh that's the you know the 24 hour race and it's got like the super expensive uh race cars you know not nascar was it imsa is the league or whatever it's called anyway so we we're watching some of that footage and then we started watching some formula one racing uh-huh and it was all like you know recent stuff like in the what nurburgring oh i i can never say that correctly you know, some Formula One over there and some other races. And then 
I snuck in a video of Forza Motorsport 7, <laughs> and we were watching it. And then I go to my son. I'm like, this is Forza. It's not real life. <laughs> and his, his mind was blown. It was, it was kind of funny. Because it does look that realistic. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, it totally looked like the other videos. It's yeah. it's awesome. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> All right. So this next one, uh, some news that came out this week that Microsoft has acquired uh, a cloud gaming back-end platform called PlayFab. And these guys are right here in Seattle. But... Um, this is um, it's a cloud backend platform for games. Um, no, so Microsoft, you know, they they've got us Azure, and they're huge in the cloud space for you know corporations. Um, but and we've talked about and we've heard about like Crackdown Three talking about how they're going to make use of the cloud to improve the game and you know automatically spin up servers as, as a game might need more resources. Um, and then that kind of went dark, and we haven't really heard much, but. I do find it interesting that Microsoft has gone out and acquired a company that um, is cloud-based when they have Azure, but um, this is all for games. So this, I like this, and this really, I think this says a lot because if you look at it, you know, Microsoft really is diving in. We've got, you know, the, the, the Xbox One X, you know, we've got, some amazing stuff and power in this console. And now they're going out and acquiring cloud backend platforms for games specifically for that. Um, yeah. So what, what it is, it says PlayFab offers game developers with a cloud backend for their games to help kickstart game development. The service provides game developers with mission critical tools, such as analytics, real time data management, commerce systems, leaderboards, and much more. Um, this, in, this enables developers to work on the actual game while taking care of the back end uh, side of things that can be quite complex to set up, especially for new and indie developers trying to get into the market. So I don't know. What do you think, Rob? It's sounds to me like they're, they're diving in all, all on the Xbox and gaming. They're not uh, going anywhere. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very cool that they're expanding, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure what the impact is of this company, but, um, you know, it's it's positive, and like anything with any company, it's a lot easier to acquire than it is to start from scratch. So, they're they're moving forward. They're moving forward, and maybe yeah. they'll buy EA next. <laughs> well, look at you jumping <laughs> ahead. So, yeah, this PlayFab is going to allow Microsoft to expand its Azure gaming offerings by providing developers yeah. with a set of tools that will come incredibly handy when scaling their games. Uh, not only will it help Azure, but PlayFab will also help new developers uh, trying to get more games or make games onto the Xbox One and the Universal Windows platform. So uh, That means yeah. nothing to me. Oh, it's all good <laughs> stuff. It means Gems of War Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> Clash of Clans or Clash Royale. Clash or whatever. Royale, our most ridiculous duel. So, all right. Before we jump into Rob's sneaky mention of another topic gigantic is shutting down so wow yeah this this game what just came out not long ago wasn't it just last year i thought but um it's going to shut down on july 31st uh and the january content update is the game's last update 
the servers are going to go offline, and then until then, heroes are going to be wow. free. Um, as purchases of rubies and hero packs have been disabled, you will still be able to be awarded in-game currency, and shop items are going to be available at discounted prices until the servers go offline. So if you do play Gigantic or have been wanting to, um, you only got a few months left. Yeah, you know, I, this came as a shock to me because, well, so as far as Gigantic goes, I was one of the, like, early testers for the game while it was, I think it might have been Alpha at the time before it was even in beta. But, so I was a tester for it, and it was actually a lot of fun. I had a really good time with it, and then when it got released, I, I never played it. <laughs> See, so <laughs> you're part probably, of the problem. I know, which is probably part of the problem, but... It was actually a really fun game, and you know, it was one of those where it's like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, maybe I'll play some gigantic. You know, whenever I see it in the list, I'm like, yeah, I need to play that, and I never do. And well, you better get to it if you want to play it because you only get to July. <laughs> but what what stinks is okay, I, I get it if they're not going to update it anymore. But why do they have to take it? Why do they have to shut it down? Because it's you know. I, I know the I know cost servers right. Yes, I, yeah, I they get run that. servers for that. <laughs> but they should be able to keep it alive, <laughs> so so that they don't shut down the back end, and then at least you can play the game with no more development. And then five years from now, I can still see it in my list and go, I need to play that one of these days. And <laughs> yeah, five years from now, you probably will forget and go. Oh, you'll see it and go, I need to play this. And not I realize really it was shut play. down five years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but right. yeah, if you, if you haven't played this game, it's 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 actually pretty cool. So it's uh, disappointing news. That's for yeah. sure. All right. So the next one, I'm actually stoked about this. And this one I like. This this makes me happy, too, for one simple fact. Often when a game is announced and sometimes before the game even comes out, they're trying to sell you a season pass. And and I don't know how many times it happens where they don't even tell us what's in the season pass. You know, it's just like, oh, trust us, we'll give you content. Well, Far, Far Cry stuff. Yeah, stuff. You're getting stuff, man. Give us fifty dollars, we'll give you more stuff. Um, Far Cry Five, uh, their DLC that's coming in their season pass, it's going to include. Well, here, I'm going to read this because this is pretty cool. So there's. Um, so the Far Cry 5 Season Pass DLC contents have been announced. I guarantee you won't have expected it. Three DLC packs will take players back in time to the Vietnam War, into mm. the future to alien-infested Mars, and across reality to battle zombies. Here's the official description of each one. Hours of Darkness. Uh, players will travel back in time to Vietnam to battle against Viet Cong soldiers. In Dead Living Zombies, players will face hordes of zombies and multi B-movie scenarios. And then Lost on Mars, players will leave Earth behind to go toe-to-claws with Martian arachnids. Alongside this, all-season past players also receive a version of Far Cry 3 on Xbox and PS4. It's Far Cry 3 Classic Edition, a re-release that includes the game's single-player content. And then on PC, season pass holders of Far Cry 5 Gold Edition buyer will receive the full version of Far Cry 3. So, a pretty good deal, I think. I'm not, I don't really care about the Far Cry 3. I've already played it, but I, I just think, you know, I'm glad they're telling you what the content's going to be. 
and and at least you know there's going to be like new stories and they're going to be different and i like that i'm like this is yeah it, they're, they're completely all i have nothing to do with the original game but you're going to go and you know using the same engine and stuff you're going to go battle it out in these different areas so this is cool i think this is a neat idea so was it so okay far cry 5 the premise of it is what like the the camp in the northwest in the mon yeah they're like in montana and it's yeah i think it's like a religious cult type of thing right and running this town and yeah so the cult camp in the northwest Uh were these other scenarios alternates for the game so was it was their choices four things of what they were going to make Far Cry Five? Was it no, I don't think a so. cult in the Northwest, <laughs> living dead zombie or dead living zombies? Because we don't want to say living dead because okay. we get sued or they get sued. You know, Vietnam or Mars, <laughs> and they just kept the rest. We'll never know. Maybe. We'll never know. But it, it looks cool. I I like what they're doing here. So I just think it's a neat. It's like. I, you know, usually read about extended content. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, new maps, new levels, new characters. This is like, I'm gonna go to Mars, you know, like <laughs> battle arachnids, and what I'm going back to Vietnam to fight the Viet Cong, and uh, you know, the zombies is like, okay, we've seen that, but like the others are so off the wall. It's just, it's. I like this idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I really think I this too. is cool because Far Cry is a game that you know it takes you so long to play, and there's so much to do. That's like for DLC on that, it's just kind of like when you go back to it, it's just like, okay, I'm playing the same thing. You know, you just, you're adding in, you know, oh, go here, go there, go do that. But it's still the same. It it never really feels something new. This is cool because this is going to be something new. Um, But uh, so, so what's the DLC cost going to be? I mean, the season pass cost. Uh, let's see if they included that. So it has it has not been announced. I'm I'm just asking what is. Yeah, no, there's your. What is your guess as to what? No, how much no it's pricing. Um, I'm gonna. I think thirty dollars is too low. I I do too. And well, I think fifty's too high. I'm gonna say low. forty bucks. <laughs> I, I don't think it's too low. Well, you know what I mean? For, for them. Because it's too low for them. Yeah, and it depends nice. on how long, like, you know, how long each of these lasts and how much content's really there. But um, I would imagine it's probably going to be around 40 bucks. I, I hate paying $50 for season pass. Like, I haven't oh, done yeah. it for Call of Duty. Um, them and Battlefield like to do 50 bucks, and I just, like, that's like twice the price of a game. I think a season pass, it's like, here's additional content. I think $30 is, like, a great price range you know, for additional content. Um, and then if you want to do another, like, a, it, what kills me is they call them season passes. Very few games ever do a season one, season two, season three. It's always like, I don't even know why they call them a season pass when there's only one of them, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think I would like to see it about 30 bucks, you know, $10 per pack, essentially. But yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll I'll definitely let everybody know when we find out. All okay. right. Um, so, and I see he's here. I see Mr. Brunswick is in the chat. Um, so he came in at the perfect time. And I know that there was concerns that with him leaving, there was going to be no discussion of Battlefield. And I'm throwing in some Battlefield just to, you know, let everybody know, calm them, calm those nerves. 
I'll still be here to tell you how bad of a game it is. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, we're still going to talk some Battlefield and stuff. So, um, But uh, uh, EA has confirmed that a new Battlefield will be coming out in 2018. Um, and also that Anthem has officially been delayed to 2019, which I don't think is a surprise for any of us. Um, when I saw it at E3 last year, I was like, there's no way it's going to be out 2018. There's just no way. Um, and it would have been nice, but we'll look for 2019. But uh, let's see where they did decide to release a new Battlefield game this October, um, which probably isn't a big surprise to people. I think we were all expecting one anyways. Um, yeah. What that is, we don't know. There's been some rumors that it's going to be a new Bad Company game. Um, uh, so I don't know. And I don't know. I, what do you think, Rob? Do you think they should go to battlefield world war two, <laughs> take it to world war two or uh, go into space or um, what do you think they should do? I in don't series? know. It's how about, um, how about go way back into like revolutionary <laughs> war, American revolution <laughs> or, you know, into the Roman era. Well, that's kind of like uh for honor <laughs> that and and that one that got released with the Xbox one. Yeah, I I can't remember. I'm oh, completely drawn a blank, but I have the game and I loved it. Yeah. But anyways, well whatever that game was. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So in, instead of machine guns and machine Bows gun and nests arrows, and man. stuff, you have swords. Swords. <laughs> yes, swords. <laughs> Uh, Brun wants it to stay modern. So, modern right. meaning now or modern as in within the last hundred years? That's the <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine he means more current, like current okay. day, like a Battlefield Two reimagined. Battlefield Twenty Fifty. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so that's that. There's another one. I do have another um, Battlefield. Oops. Open up, please. Do you have another Battlefield item of interest? And that is Battlefield 1's Apocalypse DLC is coming uh, next month. This was written on the 30th of January, so this is uh, possibly, this looks like February. Um, but their fourth expansion, Apocalypse, has been detailed with new weapons, gadgets, maps, and modes coming to the game in February. Um, let's see. There are going to be five multiplayer maps, two of which have been created exclusive, exclusively for aerial combat, um, where you can make the most of the new Air Assault game mode. These include... I don't need to read these names because I couldn't announce them anyways. Uh, melee weapons like a pry bar and a cleaver are going to be added, as well as six new guns. Wow. We're also going to see new gadgets like the Assault Class AA Rocket Gun, letting you lend a hand to teammates embroiled in dogfights in the skies overhead. New unlocks, assignments, and specializations will also be introduced alongside a new stationary weapon, the Livens Projector, that was used during the Battle of Caporetto and lets you smother your enemy in a cloud of poisonous gas. Yeah. Mm. Um, Apocalypse is live right now in the Battlefield 1 CTE servers uh, where new weapons are being tested are the CSRG SMG for assault, the Howl for medics, LMG 0818 for support, and the Ross MK3 marksman and the 1917 Enfield infantry for scouts. The revolver Mark 6 is the new sidearm. So 
And, of course, Turning Tides DLC is already out. That was just released. So plenty of Battlefield stuff for you guys. Night, Bron. Be safe in your drive tomorrow. All right. So there's your Battlefield update. We actually going to talk a little bit more about EA here in just a minute. But on to the mo other real exciting popular game, PUBG. So there's been... Rob, have you played PUBG on xbox yes and have you run into any issues with uh the vehicles um i never get to the point of where i actually can drive a vehicle i usually die even before i get close to one so <laughs> i have never had any kind of issues with vehicles i can firmly <laughs> say that have you been able to safely touch the ground after parachuting out of the plane. <laughs> have you oh, made that, it that yeah, far? That, that I have. <laughs> All <laughs> and, right. And I, I'm laying on the ground <laughs> shortly after that. All right. So there's a new update, the latest update um, for PUBG on Xbox. Um, it nerfs vehicles, implements a few tweaks, and fixes some bugs. Um, so what they've done is they've inc increased the damage players can, uh, can take out. On, oh wait can i don't even know what that word is Met, yeah meat i don't know anyways let's say it. it indicates a blue hole will increase the damage players can take out on vehicles with both guns and grenades while reducing damage to players who are unfortunate enough to get themselves run over uh, reckless driving will be curbed somewhat for players who value their lives with drivers and passengers suffering increased injuries after crashing into other vehicles and objects and I, I i thought they did this once before but maybe they're upping it because I know you could, uh, they had put it in at one point where, like, if you ran your vehicle into a wall, you're, you're, you took damage. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, the controller input lag continues to be optimized and the visual quality of the reticle has been improved for Red Dot, Holographic, and the 2X site. So there is some uh, good information for PUBG players. They continue. And I think this is like the fifth patch. Or the update, fifth updates of this game in about as many weeks. Uh, they're rolling out updates on. Oh that yeah, crazy, which is awesome. Tons of them. All right. So, so now these updates that they're doing. I mean, does that match to the PC version? I mean, I would imagine that all of this development is also happening on the PC version, but probably rolled out at a different schedule. Um, I don't, I don't know because the article was talking about later on it talked about what was updated in the pc so right now pc is different and i think things like ahead. the yeah. i think stuff like the vehicle stuff is going to be a little different from the pc to the console because in the pc not a lot of people use the vehicles in the xbox world because the controls are so hard it's not it's not pinpoint like on pc with the mouse uh, people started like getting into vehicles, and and it, you can't. It's really hard to snipe someone out of vehicle on the console, where on the PC you can, you can snipe the driver fairly easily, I guess. Okay. So people have taken to getting in the vehicles on the Xbox, and just running around and staying in them, and basically running people over and winning the game by never getting out of the car. Uh, so they're working on improving that, and that's strictly a console issue. So, mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so I want to go into, well, before I go into this next thing, which you uh, talked about, uh, mentioned a bit earlier. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. About Microsoft acquiring EA. 
Um, did you have any other quick news items that you want to talk about no, before we do no, this? Okay. No, I don't. Because I figure we're going to spend some time on this. Um, hopefully, anyway. So, rumor has come out this week, and I've heard other people discussing this and talking about it, that... Uh, okay, let me just let me just read through this. So, the rumor is going around that is suggesting that Microsoft has considered acquiring EA, Valve, and PUBG Corporation. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't. I don't even. We don't need to read anything else into this because that's enough. What do you think of that, Rob? I'm mean, again. This is rumor, so I'm going to make sure everybody understands that we're discussing a rumor. But what are your thoughts? Right. I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, I was thinking about like what are the what are the possible benefits of it? I, you know, I, I understand the whole thing of going the way of Minecraft, and I can kind of see you know speculation about them picking up. PUBG, but like EA in particular is is a weird one. I mean, they're like one of the worst companies to work for in America, from what I remember, along with Comcast and, and <laughs> I forget who the other players were, Time Warner or something like yep. that. But you know, it's I I don't know if it makes like financial sense for Microsoft. That that's that's the thing I just don't get. I, I don't. I don't see that connection. I, I think PUBG would be a great acquisition, uh, and and I, I kind of wonder because it used to be Blue Hole, and now I guess they've spun off this PUBG corporate corp. So I don't know right. if the if if PUBG is separate now from Blue Hole or they're designing it maybe in case someone wants to purchase PUBG, that uh, they're just going to get PUBG only. But I think I do think PUBG would be a great exclusive game to have on the Microsoft platform. Mm-hmm. It would be exclusive to Windows and Xbox only. Um, and I mean, we got to admit, this is a killer, killer franchise. Yeah, you know, hey, I'll be right back, Mark. Keep okay. Going. So over 13 million people. Uh, there was over. I think by the time PUBG um, arrived on the PC. There was over 13 million players, and by the time uh, right now it's in. in, in uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting the whole fact that Rob took off on me. Um, I know what he's doing. He, he has to go answer the door. His his uh, kids coming home. They should be back momentarily. But anyways, it's, it threw me off. I apologize. So on PC, PUBG was out for about nine months in game preview, and by the time it went retail, there was over 13 million people playing that game. I mean, 13 million people on a game preview, you know, essentially a beta test. That That's insane. And that was a paid. People paid to do that. Um, and then it's released on the Xbox. And in just over a month's time, they've got 4 million people in that beta or in that game preview. So I feel that PUBG would be an, an, an amazing acquisition and this would benefit Microsoft in a big way and immediately give them an exclusive title, um, which, you know, Phil has said they're going to start going after some of that stuff. And, they, you know, we've talked about this in the past, how they've they've kind of taken care of all the things they've needed to. They, they've checked their boxes and, 
And now the last thing really on Microsoft's list in the Xbox world, in my opinion, is getting the exclusives, getting the games. they got to differentiate. Even though Phil Spencer has said that he doesn't like to segment the game. You know, he likes gamers to be able to play games with each other. But it's, and I agree. I mean, I like that realm of thinking. But you you still got to, it's just the way the world's working. And I think that's what they're going to be working on. He's even said they're going to get that, um, go after that this next year. So getting PUBG in and keeping it off a Sony platform is huge. Um, that would be a very big win for Microsoft. Valve, I don't see the point of that. Um, I think if they went for Valve, it's just going for Steam. Um, that's it. I, you know, we're not going to get a Half Life, another Half Life game. Uh, you know, we're just probably not going to see another Portal game. Those, I don't know if those guys are even making games at this point. They're basically, uh, you know, Steam all the way. Now, Microsoft acquiring them would allow them to control that and and get rid of the you know maybe the ea or the microsoft store and use steam um as their store if you will um, but i just don't see any other value for for them to acquire valve ea is a really strange one when i think about it um on one hand yeah microsoft could afford to do this i mean there's there's no question they can afford to buy EA. The thing I think about is, oh, so here's here would be the positives, okay? So if they purchase EA, they're going to get all the sports games, you know, all those EA sports titles. I mean, FIFA alone is huge. And, it, and if Microsoft got it, and let's say, let's look at it. There's two different ways to look at this, I think. So number one, they're going to buy EA to make make all EA games exclusive to Xbox. The they thing would never is, do that. well, no, it's right. Well, I got two thoughts here. Okay, right, right. So, if the first one I'm going to run with is they're going to purchase EA for exclusives, right? Bringing exclusives to the platform. So, first of all, EA is a publisher. They don't make a you know they publish a lot of stuff. So, if you purchase EA, you're not going to get any other things outside of um, what EA doesn't themselves make, but they do, you know, they own the, the FIFA and the Madden and the NHL and the NBA and those games. So they get those. I, they own PopCap, so you get the, the Plants vs. Zombies and stuff like that. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, EA bought PopCap. Um, so the, those types of games would come over. Um, they also own Respawn, which is Titanfall. Um, yeah. So... That's You'd right. have those items like Titanfall. I still wish they would have kept it. I wish Microsoft would have just done something with a respawn to bring them in as a first party or, you know, done something to bring them in instead of going to EA. Um, Cause I think Titanfall is awesome and it would have been a great exclusive to, to be able to keep. Um, but if they did that and those things they had, that would be a huge exclusive games like that, right? Any new game, if it only yeah. came out on Xbox, all your new FIFA. FIFA's huge, okay? And I mean, it not, is globally. It, not it's just, a global monster. Yeah. This, yeah. And now everybody would have to be on Xbox to play that or on, or on Windows. Um, that's like an instant massive exclusive you had. Um, they, they bought Minecraft and, okay, well, that's going to jump, jump ahead. But so, yeah, that would be, you'd have an instant huge library of stuff that 
the new franchises going forward, you could say, yep, they're all Microsoft exclusive. We're not going to publish on any other any other platform. The, the flip side of that is they bought Minecraft and they are pushing that, you know, you can play Minecraft on PlayStation, on the Switch, or I don't know if it's a Switch, but on Nintendo you can. I think it's on the Switch. Not 100% sure, but I know they got it on the Nintendo platform because you can play on Nintendo, like Nintendo, Xbox, and Windows can all play together, play Minecraft together. And Sony's the ones that, like, they don't want to play nice with anybody. Um, but Microsoft's willing to let, you know, they would love to see the PlayStation in that environment. So it, they do it, have one, by the way, for the Switch. It's on the Switch? Okay. I thought it was. Yes. So the other thought is if they did acquire EA, would it make sense to make them exclusives because now you're cutting out how many millions of people on PlayStation or on Nintendo that are buying these games that now, you know, you're not going to get every one of them to buy an Xbox one. It's just not going to happen. You might get a bunch of them to come over like your FIFA players or your Madden players, but you know, chances are someone else is going to step up and make a, make a game or, you know, unless you keep those licenses with the, with FIFA and the NFL, but you know, mm-hmm. that, that's the thing. I mean, you're not, so I guess they got to weigh it. You know, how many people are we going to bring over to our, our box by buying EA and making all that exclusive or compared to what they would lose by not allowing those franchises to be sold on the, on the other side, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, so you heard my EA kind of thing. That's it. I don't, to me, it just seems like crazy. Like What? You know, like EA almost seems too big to be bought, you know, but Microsoft could, they're the ones who could do it. I mean, they've got the money. Um, and also, uh, so what I said real quick, Rob, on the Valve thing was that makes no sense to me. I think the only thing they would acquire Valve for would be for Steam. And I think PUBG is a no brainer. They should, I've been saying for a while they need to make that an exclusive. And I think they should jump all over that. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, you know, it's something that is appealing to a degree, you know, being that we're in the Xbox camp, you know, that that is our system of choice, you know, whether it's our main gaming system. And I know a lot of our listeners, you know, use both and that's fine. But, you know, it would be pretty interesting to have, our chosen console you know the one that has like all the titles you know it's like more reason to have the xbox yeah because it would be sports games star wars games because ea has the star wars license so xbox would be the only place to play all the sports games the star wars games titanfall battlefield uh anthem etc you know, and that uh, lethal migraine brought that up and EA makes over a billion dollars a year just off ultimate team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. You know, so, you know, if they, let's say if they were to pick up EA as an example, so we're actually like all of them. So we're here, we're talking EA valve and PUBG, those three specifically. So for EA, I wouldn't see them cutting off all of the other, systems pc sony 
whoever else. That they would never cut them all off. But it would possibly be better on Xbox. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where, you know, the uh, Xbox version would be 4K versus 3.9K on well, the Sony or something like that. Well, EA you know, too, I, I, the EA Vault would now, could you could bring that into Game Pass. Absolutely. Yeah, very good point. So, you know, there's something to having it all be, you know, under the umbrella. Uh, for Valve, I could see, you know, Microsoft is trying to do their Microsoft Store. And then, you know, we have the Xbox Store. And I think Valve is doing an amazing job at it. Yeah. And a lot of companies are doing their best to try to copy their success that they've managed to have with their store, with the with the Steam store. Right. And I could see Microsoft acquire that and use that as a platform. Again, you know, you don't necessarily need to develop your own stuff when you can just buy a company that has it already. <laughs> right? I don't think you know, especially, Gabe would especially, sell Valve, though, to Microsoft. He he hates Microsoft. <laughs> everybody has a price. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it just depends on how where the decimal points are. <laughs> That's right. You, but, you could see me doing this this PlayStation Life next week if Sony would just write me a check <laughs> <laughs> for eighteen dollars. <laughs> uh, there'd be Sold. a few be a few dollars more than that. <laughs> Twenty three. <laughs> I can be bought to those listening. <laughs> I uh, I can be bought. <laughs> Should I be worried? <laughs> But, uh, and then PUBG, you know, I see this as being, you know, just kind of like what they did with Microsoft, with, uh, Minecraft. So out of all of these, I think PUBG is probably the most likely. Right. Because they've done it before. And then, I don't know, that would be interesting. Actually, any one of these three would be interesting. Yeah. PUBG the most. I think PUBG yeah, makes know. most sense, and I wouldn't be surprised by that. The other two would shock me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like what? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Microsoft has acquired Checkerburger. What? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> That'd be awesome because then they'd open them up. They'd probably open them up here in Seattle. Mm, oh yeah, dude. How did you inside every that Microsoft up? store? Love Checkerburger. All right. So we'll keep you apprised. I, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. They've, they, yeah. Um, <laughs> they paid $2.5 billion for Minecraft, so um, they're not uh, against doing it. All right. Let's move on. Unless you got anything else. So I'm looking at. They're subsidiaries. So if they pick up, let's say, Electronic Arts, that puts EA Sports, BioWare, EA Dice, Visceral, Visceral. Uh huh. Well, Visceral just got games. shut down. Oh, that's right. Uh, PopCap, Respawn, you mentioned EA Mobile, mm, Criterion, Sims. Let's see who else. I don't recognize. Forgot about the Sims. A lot of these other ones, a ton of regional offices, uh, something called Spearhead, Drosoft. Yeah, there's a, 
there's a fair amount of stuff here. Dice Los Angeles, EA Canada. Yeah, there's Fire Monkeys. There's some bunch of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. So again, I think that would be cool to get all that EA vault stuff. Like the EA access just simply would go away. Um because EA access currently I I don't my if I'm correct on this one too. I know when EA Access came out, it was on Xbox only, and I believe yeah. it's still not on PlayStation. I think it's still only on on Xbox. So I think so too. If they bought it, boom, get rid of it, and now those games are in the Game Pass. Yep. You know, now that Game Pass is even more attractive. Are there any EA games in Game Pass? I don't think so. I would think no, but I don't believe there are. See if they pick them up. I would like to see racing destruction set come to xbox as well as pinball construction set wow how far back in the vault did you go for those names i think commodore 64 or yeah. Amiga. i don't remember which one way back machine there yeah yeah racing destruction set was awesome All it right. probably stinks nowadays but all right my use. all right there we go Warning. It's rant time. That's right. You guys uh, missed out on it last week as I was being nice and his brother was leaving. Uh, but I'm back, baby, and it's time to rant. Um, and I, it, this actually is kind of, kind of a weird one. But um, there's the some independent UK retailer is considering boycotting Xbox products in wake of the Game Pass announcement of new games being, uh, first-party games being added into Game Pass. So, um, like Crackdown and Sea of Thieves and uh, Forza Horizon 4 and State of Decay 2, and you know all those are going to be available to us uh, on day one. So I don't have to go out and buy them. And I talked about it. It was like, this is awesome. I don't have to spend, uh, what, there was four or five games at $60 a piece. You know, that's $300 in games that I don't have to buy. And I can still get to play. Well, this independent games shop in the UK is upset about it. Um, And they're going to, uh, they're talking about going as far as refusing to stock Xbox games and hardware. Um, So is this, wait, Xbox as a whole or just Microsoft Studios titles? No, oh, Microsoft as a whole. Refusing to stock Xbox games and hardware. Like they're just going to stop selling Xbox stuff, period. Okay. And I'm like I'll power to you. Um and and I would, you know, I think this is ridiculous. It, it, to me I look at it like this. I I can see it from their point of view, okay? But on the same hand, we've been talking about it for years. The writing's on the wall. We've been talking about GameStop, okay? Like, they're going to have to start doing something else because everything's going digital. Their, their, their gaming or their model, their business was basically selling video games, okay, and hardware. Sure. Well, now the video games are going away and going digital, so all they really have is hardware. So they're going to have to do something else. And this is interesting. I forgot to bring this up a while back. Um, I went into... I don't go to GameStop anymore. I just don't. But I went into one 
not long ago because I was actually looking to see if they had any um, uh, drop mix sets because I believe GameStop sure. had a their own special branded pack of GameStop or uh, drop mix cards. And I went into one and I was just like, whoa, like, what did I just walk into? This store, about half of it was, I don't know if you've been to a Think Geek, um, but that's what it reminded me of. There was like, like merchandise, like half the store yeah. was merchandise, like backpacks, stuffed animals, stuffed animals yeah. and socks and sweaters and ties and, you know, all these different like you know, tchotchkes or, you know, things that like gamers love, you know, you, you go and buy this stuff and it's just like, Oh, look at that. I got, I got the, uh, star Wars death star waffle maker. Right. You know, and my kids <laughs> love it when I make waffles and I make these big death star waffles. Um, and they do taste better than the traditional waffles. I, I will say that because oh, we've sure done, do. we've done some scientific studying and research on that. And our conclusion is the death star waffles do taste better. Um, okay. But so it's like all of a sudden I'm just standing there looking around and I'm like, oh, so this is what they're doing. You know, now I don't know if this was just the one store because this was a pretty no. big GameStop. Uh, most most of them that I've always been to are pretty small. This one was actually pretty good size. But um, if this is what they're going to do, then OK, GameStop, kudos. You're you're finding a way to make still continue business still to stay in the industry still to continue functioning when the world is changing around you these independent uk stores the heck with you you know the writing has been on the wall they should have found something else to do but you're just going to wait till the last second and then go oh everybody left and you know they went digital and boohoo everybody's so terrible and you know like the bookstores have disappeared music stores have disappeared you know it, it, <laughs> You go into, like, the only bookstores I'm aware of anymore is Barnes & Noble. And you go in yep. there, and what's the first thing that you see in the door? Buy a Nook. They got a huge yeah, section yeah. now uh, about their Nook devices and buying books digitally online. They know it's coming. <laughs> they also have toys, and they have a whole bunch of other stuff other than books that they sell you, you know, to try to justify the their retail stores. So I don't feel sorry for these people. And, you know, if if it was a, a store here locally that was doing this, I'd be like, I'm taking my business elsewhere. You know, just in principle, it's like, come on. Yeah, you might be a mom and pop shop, but guess what? You, you, you This is not news. This You saw this coming. You know, get over yourself. And, and how much business are you really going to lose because five video games are going to be released to the Game Pass? You know, it, it's just you have to... First of all, you know, it's not like every customer that comes in your store is going to have a game pass and not, you know, so it's just ridiculous. This is going to be like such a small percentage of people that it's going to impact of your customers to go and boycott and not sell Microsoft's product is ridiculous. So I hope these stores go out of business. I hope people stop going there. Take your business to other people. I know there's other larger shop uh, shops in the UK that are like GameStop here. So um, to heck with you and uh, get a life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> here endeth the rant. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We have. I, I wanted to add one thing. I was, sorry, I was, oh, I was muted there for a second. Going back. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so if these guys are dumping Xbox, to me, that means they really didn't sell any. Because if it was 
if it was any part of their volume of their business, you know, if it was a significant part of their business, they never would do it. You, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. They have, if it's, if it really doesn't matter to their bottom line, they can kind of do it kind of like as an FU or, you know, just like a PR stunt. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, well, whatever. Yeah. They're just try- probably trying to drum up, get their name in the news. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not going to mention it's a, them. It's a plea for help. <laughs> free advertising. <laughs> exactly. Actually, that's really what it is. It's free advertising for them. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to our giveaway. We've got, oh, and this is, I should have done this. So um, we've got several voicemails came in this week. Thank you. Um, so this was for a chance to win an Amazon.uk. Wait, is it? Yeah. The UK Amazon store. Amazon.co.uk or something like that. Um, gift card and it was like 64 and a half pounds turns out this is like 91 dollars and 10 cents us so this is uh yeah that's a good chunk of change um at least here in the states that would buy you a game and a half so probably get you a game and a season pass almost um i don't know what 64 pounds if how that relates to video games in uh uk but it's a good chunk of change so before i before we announce the winner of that um, I want to just say you can leave us a voicemail by going to thisxboxlife.com, clicking on send voicemail on the right-hand side of the website. Um, you can also send us an email at contact at thisxboxlife.com. And uh, we will stop there. Now I'm going to play some of the voicemails, and these will be in no particular order. Whoops, I think I'm probably covering up the camera there. So I'm just going to work my way down. So this first one, oh wait, I actually had them listed in my script. Let me play them that way. So we're going to go, I think it's Piocene, he tells us. So here we go, is our first one. All right, this is Picocene from uh, Sunny Hoy Lake in the UK. The game I'm most looking forward to this year is Crackdown 3. I'm a big fan of the series and I'm really excited for the next installment. I listen to you every week, and I love the show. Cheers. Pico scene. Sorry I said that. I left the C out. I got to say, I love that he's, like, looking for Crackdown 3. <laughs> I agree with him there. All right, so that's our first one. Next one is from Catflap1970. Good morning, guys. Catflap1970 here from the UK. Most look forward to game 2018 is going to be obvious, Red Dead Redemption 2. Love that game so much. It was amazing. And uh, unfortunately, on Christmas Day, my Xbox decided to stop working, so I've invested in a new Xbox X and a 4K TV. So I am now poor, but watching high in excellent 4K. The HDR is fantastic. I rate the HDR difference over the 4K difference, much better. And uh, the quality of the image, the color of the image is uh, definitely worth it. Definitely worth investing in that money. But Red Dead Redemption 2, yes, that's the one I'm going to go with. Um, great show, guys. And as always, talk to you soon. Awesome. All right. Cool. Congrats on the TV and the Xbox One X. That's awesome. Yeah. And I totally agree. Uh, HDR makes a bigger difference than 4K does. Um, but, 
All right. Fair power called in. So here we go. Attempt number five. Hey, this is Fair Power. How are you guys doing? Um, so I meant to leave a message last week. Um, I thought this week was the last, the last week that Bron would be on the show. So I got my times mixed up a little bit. Um, but anyway, sad to see Bron go. Still going to listen to the podcast. I have been doing so for a long time before it was um, even this Xbox Life. Back when Moronic Cow was on it as well. Um, anyway, the question was, if I remember correctly, what a game am I looking forward to most this year? So I'd be looking forward to Red Dead um, above all else. And to be honest, I'm not sure if I'd be looking forward to any other game that much. Um, I don't buy new games too often nowadays. Um, but Red Dead I definitely will be splashing out probably day one. And I'm going to spend a lot of time on that. Um, so yeah. And if I say Brun is my favorite host, will he come back? It's going to leave that with you guys. Keep up the good work. Love the show. Peace. <laughs> all right. Um, I hope I can get through all these. For some reason, my uh, media player is acting up. So That sounds good. You're hearing all these okay so yeah, far? So, okay. Uh, I am. I don't know about anybody else. Okay. Well, you can hear them. They can hear them. All right. So our next one, we got three more to play. This is from Leah. Hi, Mark and Ron. My name is Leah. I'm calling from Denmark. I am looking forward to the game Sea of Thieves because it's a lot like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which I had a lot of fun with. And Bron, all the best of luck in the future. You will be missed. Thank you, Leah. I get you know, and this is one of the things uh, that I really like. I, we're hearing people from all these email voicemails. This they're not from the U.S. These are all from Europe. Which I think, I mean, Rob, you think about that. Like, does that blow your mind that that's awesome that people from other countries are listening to us? Oh, I just love it. All right, so here's the oh, next yeah. one from Fizz Pop. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yes, open that in there. Hi, TXL. It's uh, Phil here. Game Attack Fizz Pop from the UK. If you look at a map of the UK, we live in down in the bottom left-hand corner. In the sticky out bit in Devon, a very nice place to live in the countryside. And um, I'm the wrong side of 50, but still enjoy gaming. And uh, I always like to hear what other people are playing, so I thought I'd tell you what I'm playing at the moment. I'm playing Life is Strange Before the Storm, not too far into that one. Playing Sniper Elite 4, completed the solo campaign, but only on easy. Uh, shooters aren't really my game. And. Um, also playing Gems of War, of course, and also playing Hunter Call of the Wild, which I'm really enjoying. Um, it's slightly buggy, but um, it's um, very good um, exploring the open world, which looks absolutely fantastic on the Xbox One. Um, enjoy the show. Very sorry that Brian is, is, is leaving, and uh, I've enjoyed listening to him and appreciated his hard work. Um, finally, what, um, what game am I looking forward to most in 2018? That would be The Crew 2. Thanks very much. 
Alrighty. So, Sniper Elite Four, he said, awesome in Gems of War. Yes. What a what a great voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> All your favorite games. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And our last no, was, And huh? I think it's nice somebody's excited about the crew, too. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the original crew was pretty cool when it came out, and then I don't know what happened to it. I've tried playing that one. I actually didn't really yeah. care for it. It's just, I don't know. There was something about it. These I like driving the story. games, these story-driven driving games, I don't know, just don't, I don't know, outside of like Forza I love, it works. It, it, I've, you know, the need for speeds and the crew, I've tried them and it's just like, I don't know, I, they just seem kind of, for me, it's just not for me, I guess. But it's good and I know they're making one, so I'm glad he's looking forward to it. Hello, Kong1973 here. The game I'm looking most forward to must be State of the K2. The first one was one of the best games I ever played. Thank you for a great show every week, and Bron, best wishes to you. I will miss your input. Bye. Thank you, Kongan1973. Um, awesome. Yeah, State of, K- State of the K2. Um, an exclusive for Xbox. So... One of the best games he's played. Then, yeah. Did you ever play the first one, Rob? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I played it too. I don't. I don't. I never finished it, but I got pretty good yeah. way into it. I don't know why I ended up like getting sidetracked. Something new probably came out, and then oh, you got to jump over here to the new shiny, and then never went back. It's <laughs> probably mm-hmm. what happened. All right. So I want to thank everybody for your voicemails. We really appreciate it. Um, again. You don't you, you are free to send us voicemails even when we're not giving stuff away. But this week we're giving away 64 and a half pounds. There's sixty four point five eight pounds. How so many kilograms is that? It's ninety one dollars and ten cents. <laughs> okay. Today, as of today, it is. So winner is. Hope you can hear the drum roll. Fizz Pop is the winner. So congratulations. Um, I will get that out to you, your code out to you, as soon as our show's done, if I don't forget. Um, I will send that to you through Xbox Live. So look for your code, and the code is for Amazon, the UK Amazon store. Um, All right. Uh, All right, you can send us, oh, I said emails. Okay, follow us on Twitter, uh, and also at our Facebook group. You can reach both of those, this xboxlife.com forward slash Twitter, or forward slash Facebook to get to the group. Um, we did get some Facebook messages, Rob. So why don't you why don't you take the first one and we'll we'll alternate here. All right, sounds good. So the first one is uh, from some gentleman named Brun. Uh, he gentleman. writes in. Oh, Dude is not a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Heard things about this guy. <laughs> Only good things, of course, right? Of course. So over the last few months, what would you consider your surprise game? Maybe one you wouldn't picture yourself playing but enjoying. If you do have one, what game do you want to try but are not sure about? You want to take that one first? So the surprise game, he says maybe one you wouldn't picture yourself playing but enjoying. I have one. A clear one. I would have to say Gems of War. Uh, Yes. I mean, I have... I do like match three games, so it doesn't surprise me that I enjoyed it, but it surprised me 
how much I've enjoyed it. Like, I cannot stop playing this thing, you know? I'll sit down and it's like, oh, I got to play Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty. I've got Diablo. I've got all, you know, forts I want to play. I want to play PUBG. I want to play Fortnite. Oh, Gems of War. Okay. <laughs> you know, it has surprised me how much I've put into this game and how much I love playing it. Um, and as for second half of his question, what game do you want to try but you're not sure about? For me, it's Monster Hunter World. Um, it's something I... Like, okay, maybe I'll jump into this, but I've watched people. I didn't buy it. I've watched people play, and it just looks like a grind, you know? It, it really looks like it's just grinding. And I, I, and when I've seen people play it, I'm like, this just doesn't look that much fun. Maybe it's different if I'm, excuse me, if I'm playing it, it might be better, but I don't want to pay $60 to find out that, yeah, I was right. I really didn't enjoy it, but it's one, it's like I would like to play it. So somewhere, somehow, I'm going to have to, figure out a way to get a, a hands on this to play it and see if it's any good. But what about you, Rob? What's your surprise? Mine was the same. Uh, Gems of War. I mean, I really struggle with match three games. Um, I, I've mentioned before, it's, you know, the whole color blindness thing. And it, it's just, I, I've learned even the ones that have the shapes, like the different shapes, yeah. like uh, what candy or gems or whatever it is. Right. You know, it's still a problem. However, with the Gems of War, it's um, it's not bad. And I think the whole the whole card aspect of it is kind of neat. You know, it uh, you know connects with the inner board gamer <laughs> within me. <laughs> yep. And um, I, I was really surprised. You know, I was kind of like, you know, I was I, after you talked about it, I was I was going to try it. And you know, give it a fair shake, and I find myself playing it. It's, it is easily my number two game, uh, on mobile for sure, <laughs> next to Clash Royale, <laughs> most ridiculous duel. But uh, yeah, that that was a huge surprise for me. I, I went into it saying, "No way, there's yeah. no way I'm gonna play this for five <laughs> seconds and then stop." And it was a pleasant surprise, and this is the kind of games that I love. I love the ones that just come out of nowhere, and they have that appeal that you enjoy. And then um, if there's a game that I want to try I'm not sure about, I was actually also going to say Monster Hunter. It's something that seems appealing to me, but I, I just don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's like we'll one, see. one of those very popular franchises finally yeah, came to console. Absolutely. We have a chance to play it and it's like, I want to, but then it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But usually I found that those are the games that sometimes surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like, um, sky force. Yeah. You know, I went, I went into it and I'm like, you know, cause I bought it cause it was on sale. It was like $6, the anniversary one, I think it was. And I went into it. I'm like, okay, it's a shoot, shoot em up. And, you know, it, it looks nice. I'll give it a try. And it was awesome. And from now on, I'm buying that franchise, you know, with yeah. every release that they come out with. So, you know, I, I love those. I love those games just come out of nowhere. And they offer this thing that just hooks you. And, you know, it's it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah, Gunny said he's enjoying Monster Hunter, so. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, all right, cool. Thanks, Brad. 
So John writes in says, do you think Microsoft should drop 360 games from the Games with Gold monthly freebies and possibly add those to the Game Pass to increase available games each month as an incentive to sign up more customers? Oh, personally, I don't think they need to do that. Um, I don't, to me, Game Pass, putting adding 360 games to the Game Pass is not an incentive to me. Um, yeah, you can play them on your Xbox One, but they're old games. Um, so I think the whole putting in the new stuff is what's going to be the incentive, uh, putting more Xbox one games, even if they're older Xbox yeah. one games, I'd rather see those over 360 titles. Um, and I think maybe once Microsoft knows that, you know what, there's just, I'm sure there's a tremendous amount of people still playing on 360 and I would hate to see them lose free games. Um, and it would be a PR nightmare if they did that. <laughs> so... Microsoft would probably be up there with EA's worst company in America just from doing something like that. So I would say, no, don't do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Next one. Oh, and um, I, I also say, don't, don't do that. I, I like my 360 games with gold. Uh, next one is from Brian. Uh, what game do you dislike the most? <laughs> I know what it is for you. I don't think Wolfenstein. you do. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, what was the name of that game? There, <laughs> this is one of those. It's um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, Double O Seven Bloodstone. <laughs> this was a video game that I I broke a controller playing it. Um, I I was right at the end. It was like the final part of the game and. It was just one. I just raged out on it, man. It was so friggin' hard and made me so mad. I threw the controller across the room and actually broke it. Um, it's got to be one of the one of my probably most hated games, just for that aspect. I did complete the game, <laughs> so it wasn't really a bad game until the very end. Um, so I dislike it very much for that aspect. Um, as for what do you just dislike the most? Um, I'm not a fan of the GTA series. Um, I've played open world games and liked them. And for some reason I've bought, I've bought GTA four. I bought GTA five. I just can't get into them. There's just something about them that I just, I don't know. I don't like them. I think it's just that they're, I think it's just over the top vulgarity, you know, maybe, um, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if it's that. I don't know what it is because the games always looked good. Um, but there's just something about those that I've just never really enjoyed and I've tried to. Um, and it's not like I'm a prude or anything like that. I play other games that, you know, have vault, like Bulletstorm is pretty vulgar. Um, and I, I get a kick out of it. You know, I just, it just makes me laugh on some of the things they say. But um, GTA, for some reason... Uh, has always rubbed me the wrong way, you know? Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. It's like saying those words that we just don't say. It's like they're going to say it. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm not, you know, just I don't want to hear that. It's, just, you know, it's just a little too much. So I, I would say that I, I dislike the GTA series. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate mail over that. But <laughs> just being honest, yeah. how about you, Rob? <laughs> so... Anything that's not mobile? <laughs> no, no. So, my most hated 
And then, actually, so here, here's a question. Are we spanning everything, or are we spanning just Xbox? I'd say anything. It's just, what game do you dislike Monopoly. Hate it. <laughs> I mean, you're a board nah. gamer. I mean. Yeah. Hate Monopoly. <laughs> oh, if we're going to go board game, <laughs> dude, you know where I'm going. Forbidden <laughs> Island. Oh, my oh. gosh. What a piece of crap. Oh. It's actually decent. It's terrible. Oh my! My family <laughs> loves it. I hate it. I hate it. I will. I refused to even buy the. Was it Forbidden Desert or something? Yeah. Like nope, nope, nope. My kids keep seeing it. Hey, Dad, get the nope. <laughs> I'm not buying it. So you know what you should do the next step, and I I think this probably is going to be okay for the kids, but Forbidden Island and Desert are dumbed down versions of a game called Pandemic. Yeah. So. You might want to go that way because it's uh, it's a little more interesting. Or I, it'll be I another just, one that you I have. don't know. I think I just don't like the co-op in a board game. It's just, I don't know. It, at first, yeah. I think that's what it was probably was that at first everyone wasn't on board with like you're supposed to work together. You know, because right. it's just you're not used to doing co-op in a board game. That's like a new concept when we played that. And so it's like it wasn't working out. I'm just like, this is stupid, you know. And now my wife likes it, and she plays with the kids. Sure. Now they, you know, they they get off the island all the time, and they have fun with it. But I'm like, nope. Except when you play. Yeah. Oh, I don't play it. I I refuse to play it. But um, it's funny. Yeah. All right. But um, uh, yeah, for Xbox games, the one that I actually started to really not like was the, and it's for a specific reason also, and that's the. Um, oh, what is it called? It's that zombie game, not Dead Space. It's the one where you can like craft all your weapons. Dead Island? What's, what? No, not Dead Island. Dead Island's great. Uh, Dead Rising? Dead Rising. Yeah, because they had what, three? And the fourth and... one just came out with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like Dead Rising. I like Dead Rising so, three and four. Yeah. So. The first two. And. <laughs> And the thing for me with Dead Rising is I just cannot control the character. I have such a hard time, like, with the aim in that game that I I really dislike playing it, even though I have the games. I I, I just gave up on the games. And it's it's more my thing. I'm sure if, if I actually put the time in and I get good with the controls that I'll have a good time with it, but... Um, I, I really dislike that game, and I refuse to buy anything because I have three, and I won't buy four, yeah. or five, or six. <laughs> three was the best. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I could never get through one or two. Um, I don't. They just. I couldn't do it. I like in the first one. I've tried the first Dead Rising several times, and I get to the very first boss in the mall, in the food court, and I can't get past him. I just cannot get past that guy. Um. So I never got to play two because um, I figured it's pretty much the same. And then the third one, they dropped that timer. Um, and I really actually, I completed three. In fact, I got all 100% of all the achievements in that game. I had a lot of fun with it. Fourth one I've enjoyed, but it's not near as good as the third one. So, but I do like that. But mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It is, uh, yeah, uh, for the controls, it's a little, <laughs> it'd be rough. All right. So Juan writes in, he says, rant time. How do you feel about the negative comments after exclusives releasing with Game Pass and how that could hurt the game industry? Um, well, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny. I didn't even I didn't even see this. Now I didn't get this message till after I'd already had my rant selected. So it's funny. He says rant time. How do you feel about it? Um, I think I pretty much expressed my opinion already. <laughs> um, it's the way the industry is going. Get over it, people. Um, find something else to keep you, uh, you know, keep you in business or whatever. I mean, it is the way of the world. So uh, those that have negative comments about it need to pull their heads out of their rears, I guess. Any okay. other thoughts, Rob? No. Okay. Next one's from Jeremy. What do you think about a battle royale mode for Wildlands? They just added loot boxes. I could probably get into that one. <laughs> yeah. Because I put so much time in Wildlands that you know, that one I feel like I'd have an I'd have a chance of surviving um, the controls I got pretty good and whatnot. So I think that would be fun. And I it wouldn't you know what? It would not surprise me to see it come to that game. They do have PVP in there now. So yeah, I could see them easily doing that. I'll have to check okay. what they did about the loot boxes. I haven't been in the game for a while. So. All right. The uh, okay. so next one's mine, right? Uh, sure. Chris, with all the so Chris writes in says, with all the rumors flying about Microsoft making a big acquisition soon, what studios would you love to see Microsoft pick up in a perfect world? Only rule is that it can't be a Sony or a Nintendo first or second party, third party devs only. Uh, who would Microsoft pick up? Oof. So we're talking studios as opposed to publishers. Right. Hmm. <laughs> See, that's tough because anything that I would want, and I've said this before, like Naughty Dog, but they're only on Sony. Right. Um, third party only. And they're... And third parties most likely... Already making so, on Xbox, but who would we want to snag as exclusive? Um, Bioware. I think like Dice. Sure. Would be the biggest. You know, Battlefield is huge. We're not going to be able to get Call of Duty. So that's three studios. Yeah, it's three different studios. But again, even though call you know people say Call of Duty is so over whatever, it's still a big name. It sells, it sells yeah. like crazy. Yes, um, man. Dev, I, you know what would be like freaking phenomenal? It would never happen. Rockstar. Okay. You want to talk about again? I said I don't like GTA, but. Rockstar, and I love Red Dead, so I'll be all over Red Dead, too. But um, Rockstar is, they put out consistently amazing games that just sell like gangbusters. They're system sellers. You know, I think I think Rockstar would be huge acquisition. That would be, I'd have to probably go with that one. They also made, um, was it Max Payne 3, which was a great game. I loved it. That oh yeah, was so much fun. Um, yeah, that I think that would be a really good one. Um, and again, that would be huge to turn that into a, a Microsoft first party or second, if you will, and then uh, say, "Yeah, no more Rockstar games on other platforms." That would be amazing. Can you imagine Red Dead Redemption Two only on Xbox? 
Wow. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the presses. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right. You got any thoughts, bro? Or it would be or interesting, Rock? too, like uh, Ubisoft. I know they're a publisher with a lot of, a lot of companies in there, but, I mean, that's a lot of franchises there. Oh, yeah. Or, or just the Tom Clancy's. Say all the Tom Clancy properties. <laughs> Bring yeah. them over. So. Yeah, because they have, let's see who they have. Red Storm, Massive, and all the different Ubisoft uh, offices around the world. Red Storm does uh, what? I think they do Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon, where they've done some of them. Um, I know Red Storm was a big Red Rainbow Six dev house. Oh, wow. Red Storm was actually, one of the founders was Tom Clancy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, they had a ton of games, including Star Trek Bridge Crew, which came out last Ooh. year. No, we so, don't yeah, that. they did Far Cry 3, 4, ton of Tom Clancy titles in the 2000s. Future Soldier, Rainbow Six, 3, Ghost Recon 2. Yeah, a ton of titles. And it all started with Tom Clancy's Politica in 1997. Anyway, all right. The next one is from uh, David. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? <laughs> it is over. It is over. Yeah, I actually just looked it up. Yeah, so we can't talk about it without any spoilers. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Not that there would be any. That's true. It just ended a little bit ago. So, But mm-hmm. I I don't care. I really didn't care. But if I was forced to pick, I would pick the team that did actually win. So, yeah, same <laughs> here. <laughs> so, and I can't say any more else. I can't say anything else. <laughs> it's uh, a music group, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a band from the eighties or maybe seventies. I don't know when they started. Hotel California. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, yeah, we're going into retail, right? Yes, sir. What's new this week, Rob? What can I spend okay. your money on? All righty. For the week of February 5th through the 11th, we have Marooners on the 6th. This is interesting. It looks kind of like uh, Pengo from the old days, at least. That's what it looks like to me from the image that they have. So there's Marooners on the 6th, Dandara, On the 6th, also on the 6th, Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition. On the 7th, February 7th, we have Little Triangle and Pinstripe. And Pinstripe has some interesting-looking graphics. It really reminds me of, like, sort of like Inside or Limbo-ish. Also on the 7th, we have Die, that's D-Y-E. On February 9th, we have Bleed 2, Starpoint Gemini Warlords, Overdriven Reloaded Special Edition, and Quantic Pinball. So nothing really major. A lot of, I guess, what we would call like indie titles. And yeah, so it's a fair amount of stuff. I don't know if any of our listeners will be picking up any of those. 
Games with Gold did the little switcheroo a couple of days ago for Xbox One for the month of February. We have Shadow Warrior. So this is uh, through the end of the month. And you still have about a little bit less than two weeks left to get Zombie. Xbox 360 and Xbox One backwards compatibility. We have Army of Two continuing and brand new is Split Second. And, uh, you know, I totally forgot about that game. And it was it was actually a lot of fun. Do you remember that game, Split Second? Is that the one, like, you could... Uh... You were driving around like an airport and stuff. Like you go around the track once, and then when you came back around, something would explode and alter the track. I don't remember that, but I remember like driving through like airport hangars. And if maybe I'm confusing it now, that I think about <laughs> it because it came out in 2010 on the 360. I I think I'm thinking of the right one. Like you'd go back around, and it would like something would like blow up, or something would happen where you'd have to go like a different route it would change the uh the track yeah i'm pretty sure yeah this that's the one i'm looking at the images yeah 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 that was fun yeah it was uh i mean i totally forgot about this game and i remember didn't it have like like uh different ways to get to the end so you could actually take like um like different shortcuts you know like ramps and shortcuts you know go through a fence I think so. And do like a big jump. I'm pretty sure. But But it's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the game looks really good, especially for like a eight-year-old Xbox 360 game. Yeah. Actually looks great. I wouldn't mind seeing a new version of this. I want a new version of Blur. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's what I That's another. Yeah, that's another one of my all-time favorite games. But, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, Games with Gold for February. And don't forget, uh, the Xbox 360 games are playable on your Xbox One as well. Uh, Lastly, if you're an Amazon shopper, uh, please use our affiliate link. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the Amazon logo, or you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, and then click on the UK or the US Amazon store. We do that each and every time that you make your purchase on Amazon. That helps uh, helps us support the show. It does not cost you anything extra. We get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. So do that each and every time if you would. And uh, if you're an iTunes user, if you can find our show in the iTunes store, well, not if you can. I know that you can find it if you <laughs> search for it. Uh, give us a five-star review. The more reviews that we get, the more we get boosted in the rankings over there. And it helps us uh, get boosted to the number one spot, hopefully, yeah. for for uh, Xbox podcasts. You know, kind of like we were in the Zoom. Remember, in <laughs> in the Zoom marketplace, yeah, we were like number one forever. Yep, that was awesome. So, yeah, oh yeah, that was times long ago. Like uh, what, eighteen Microsoft music stores later, <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. they closed the last one down. Yep. Yeah. Until next and week then, when they announce a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft Jams. <laughs> Groove didn't work. Zoom didn't work. Music didn't work. So, uh, and then lastly, uh, you can follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. 
now that uh, Mark has uh, started doing some streaming here. And uh, yeah, follow us on there if you would. And I think that's all for this episode, isn't it? Do you have anything else? I'm good. So that is it. We appreciate you guys coming out and uh, check back with us next week or find us online and let's play something online. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob Elson, Rose Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody.